It's four o'clock on Wednesday, the 25th of January 2017, and this is Net Support Radio, live from Bet. Yo, yo, what up? This is Lush Money Lewis. Hey, I'm John Newman. Hey, what's up? This is Fergie Ferg. You're listening to Net Support Radio with Russell Crew, live from Standee 118. This is Net Support Radio, live from Bet 2017. Net Support Radio, nothing else comes close. The following radio show does not contain flash photography, but does have full-on entertainment right from the start. Trust us for all your news from the show floor. Net Support Radio. Nothing else comes close. Hey everybody, it's Charlie Poo. Stop by Standy 118 and see why there has never been a better time to change to Net Support. Hey everybody, this is Ahmed Vamiran. Trust us for all your news from the show floor. You're listening to Net Support Radio with Russell Crew, live from Standy 118. Hey, listener, thank you so much for tuning in. We are live across the planet on our very first ever broadcast, Net Support Radio. It's me, Russell Prue, with you for the next hour. And have I got a pulsatingly gorgeous live radio show. We have just, just finished a pre-record with the fabulous Professor Dame Alison Peacock. She is the CEO of the brand new Chartered College of Teaching, and she is on the show. Don't go anywhere. We have got a plethora of top entertaining guests. The whole show will be available for Listen Again afterwards. It's really simple. Just head across to netsupportsoftware.com forward slash radio and you will be able to grab the show there. Ah, there you are. We were just wondering where you've got to. My goodness, uh, the the delights of internet connectivity here at the Bet Show. My goodness, listeners, I was simply telling you what a fabulous live show uh, we've got lined up for you. And thanks so much for joining us. Uh, the show will be available. Just head across to netsupportsoftware.com forward slash radio, and you can catch this as a podcast afterwards. Thank you very much to all my guests. If you want to get in contact, you can text us. Our text number is eight five zero one zero. Remember to start every message with the word radio we are also available on email we are radio at netsupportsoftware.com and you can drop us a text and tweet as well be really good to have your company Uh, coming up in the show we've got our fabulous interview with professor dame alison peacock who is the new ceo of the chartered college of teaching we spoke to dave smith amanda jackson from switched on computing and we've also got really interesting interview with nikki peachman from the internet watch foundation Uh, i'm just going to keep an eye on the stream uh, drop me a tweet or a text if we uh, lose you in any shape or form again uh, so sorry about that also chat to my host here al kingsley he's on the show don't go anywhere it's all happening here this is simply how you need to get in contact what's up y'all i'm beyonce what's up this is adam from maroon five this is kings of leon this is net support radio listen to me now Listeners, uh, my next guest live on Net Support Radio is Mr. Lee Jepson. Welcome to the studio. Just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, please. Uh, I'm Lee Jepson. I'm the Director of IT for Lead Academy Trust in Nottingham. Uh, we currently manage IT support for 64 schools across the East and West Midlands. 
that is an amazing accomplishment. I'm, I mean, it's awesome, really, I have to say, and so young looking as well, <laughs> if you don't mind me saying so. How on earth have you achieved so much in so little time? What, what right place were you in at one point in time? <laughs> uh, well, originally I set up as um, uh, the network manager at Norbaker School uh, in, when oh God, I, was, I was 18. Uh, and we decided to set up uh, Norbaker IT Services as a trading arm ah. to just help look after our feeder schools. Uh, and then six years down the line, um, it's come on tremendously. Um, the team have grown um, quite rapidly, I suppose, in a sense, with the skill sets that we needed have, been, um, have worked really well. Um, but also moving on from that, we've also looked at different areas of teaching and learning and where we can sure. embed the, the devices, and that's really helped. And this was typically a service that would have been provided historically by the local authority. I mean, what what took that away from them? Are those are the cutbacks? Are there were there changes in circumstances that? Uh, yeah, I think. Some, some elements were that we were a school support, so they knew, we knew schools, we knew what they wanted and we knew they needed a quick resolution, but also it was down to funding, uh, cutbacks, you're right, they sure. needed a cheaper solution but yeah. effective. Uh, amazing. How do you go about managing an IT real estate of that size and proportion? I mean, where, where do you start trying to manage that? I mean, um, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it, it's 64 sounds... Uh, uh, a huge number it, of it so does. devices. It so does. Um, but I think what we've done is looked at different solutions, different software. Um, Net support has been a catalyst to helping us grow because we can manage all of our sites from one location and make sure that they're all compliant from a security point of view, uh, software patches, things like that. Um, but also the team themselves and how it's been grown um, as the schools join, the team grows and um, staff from other schools that have joined us, we've tubed them across and, and brought them into the team and, and grown them as well as individuals. So it's been quite effective from there. And you haven't always used net support software solution. Where did you start? Um, well, we originally started with Impero software and um, when um, John originally created it, we started at version one, uh, yeah. went all the way through. It's been a fantastic tool and it really worked internally for yeah. the teaching staff. Um, but we needed something central as a trust. As the trust was to grow and take on more schools, we needed a central management point because it was 64 schools. Individually managing was very difficult, so we wanted to come location. So where we took the, took the decision to move away and go from a strategic point of view of asset management, patching from, uh, from a sing, single point. Talk me through your biggest challenge on a daily basis. What is that? Is it someone asking for paper in a printer? Is it, you know, is it bring your own devices kind of issues? Where, where, what's your biggest challenge on a daily issue? Um, the biggest challenge for us really is around firefighting. It's a lot of uh, quick calls that want quick resolutions, whether it's a teacher's laptop is broken, the bulb's gone, uh, and they want quick, quick, a quick reaction too, whether it's the same day or next day, depending on when the parts are done. And we try and fit that in and make sure there's capacity within the team that if any emergencies should arrise, they can leave and they're not at another site, they're, they're able to do that and, and react quite fast. Using the kind of monitoring environments that are now built in, into the, the products, are you able to anticipate the kind of usage through looking at what they're doing and perhaps try and stay one step ahead? Our network management tools that we get from Dell, where we centrally manage all our switches and wireless, we can look at how many devices from a BUIOD perspective to an in-house perspective uh, and, and look at 
where we're going to see bottlenecks within our schools mm. also monitoring the broadband connection from a security point of view but also usage is it getting overused are certain sites um, popular are they the right sites the students should be going on and using net support then as well to protect and, and safeguard the, the students how on earth do you kind of manage the acceptable user policy on 64 different or, or are <laughs> they all part of the same is, is, is it over the one umbrella agreement is that some are, some not, and that's oh that, that's that's the that's the challenge. Uh, the trust schools are all use the same policies. Of course, uh, some schools will ask us for input, and we can help and work wow. with the schools from a safeguarding point of view as that's well. That's good, and um, from prevent strategies, uh, and then other schools have their own, and we tailor the solutions um, to their needs and their policies. Wow, I'm sure listeners will be interested in someone who's managing this kind of. I mean, this is in the corporate world. You know, you'd be a god. <laughs> uh, just amazing. You know, just sixty-four businesses. Technically, you're managing, you know, a, a real estate of, of of biblical proportion, which is very interesting. What are your challenges looking forward? What are you looking forward to do? What's on your What's on your to-do list? If I could look at it now, we're looking at. Um, it's more cost saving. Move the cuts that have come in at schools. They're looking at how they can save and it's across the board it's not just ICT but there's areas such as backup broadband yeah. uh, filtering there are all costs associated which all creep up uh, in, in a primary school uh, I'm a governor at a primary school and we know the budgets are very very mm. very tight and we're trying to find ways of maximising that so it can be put back into the teaching and learning um, so we're looking at a centralised um, backup solution that we're, we're developing at the moment uh, our own filtering platform that's what was pre vector approved uh, and, but also looking at solutions to do with um, tablets and, and or smaller devices in the classroom sure. where they don't need to spend as much on laptops. Um, a, a really interesting question about uh, how we kind of juggle all of this together. Uh, and I just wonder, have we now completely passed the setting where an individual school could manage their own IT themselves? Is this now just too complex a task? and that all schools should be trying to either affiliate themselves with these kind of, let's, let's call it an outsourced service, and kind of that would be a fair description in yeah. some terms of, a, is that something now, or are, we, are now networks so complex? It's a good question because um, when I originally became a network manager, it, the job has completely changed, and I think you have to be the, the kind of person who's willing to learn and pick up different uh, solutions out there because there, there is so many, and we've having 64 schools some on Apple, some on Google Apps, some on 365. So you have to know, you have to be jack of all. Um, sure. But also with the MISs, SIM support, and those kind of things have to be included. So you're right, there are lots of different elements to ICT now. Asset management comes under our umbrella. Uh, yeah, you're right. So I think um, yeah. from that okay. point of view, schools, I don't think the, the network manager and the technician in school is, is, is an end, because it's always going to be there. But it'd be really good for schools to link together yeah. and share best practice. And also, if they're off sick, they have the they know that there's the capacity for, for local schools to support one another yes. so they're not stuck. Can, is there an opportunity for extending some of the support into the home? I just wonder how parents could kind of... Because lots of parents are asking for, uh, for filtering, for control. Parents' kind of concerns are still based on, well, my child knows more about it than me. Yeah. And that's a fairly good classroom observation, I think, with children these days anyway. I just wonder if there's an opportunity of kind of getting people into that, or is that just an insurmountable problem? It's, it is a big job, but we do actually do that with our schools that are in part of the trust. So we have, wow. we, we, yeah, we do offer, okay. we have a website that allows parents to go and look at OpenDNS. Because that's a free solution that allows you to block 
the, the, the series malicious content, pornography, etc. Yes. Um, so and it's, it's got guides on how to put it on the Xbox, either tablet, the mobile phone device. Yeah. Um, advice on uh, filters for um, mobile phones because when you buy a, a phone for your child and you're a parent, you're over 18, the filters are never always enabled. Yeah. Uh, so it's those things to check. And then we also go to schools and do e-safety sessions wow. to present to the parents and talk about the challenges and also listen to them of their challenges and how they wow. can relate to their children to try and help them and control their, their gaming or internet usage. Brilliant. If uh, listeners want a slice of your insightful view of the world, can they follow you on Twitter? You, uh, do you, are you yeah, active you can, on Twitter? Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, LinkedIn, for, uh, which is for us, Lee Jepson, uh, or you can find me on Twitter, at Lee Jepson. I love the way you went for LinkedIn first. And, yeah. I, and I also love the way you just throw away 64 schools as if it's another 64 <laughs> schools. It's massive. And I'm in awe of you. And thank you very much indeed for joining yeah, us and sharing your expertise. It's really, really a really exciting journey and best of luck for the future thank you very much chatting live with Lee Jepson amazing conversation 64 schools listeners how hard can it possibly be <laughs> you're listening to Net Support Radio with Russell Prue live from Standee 118 text a show right now on 85010 starting your message with the word radio Ah, listeners, I so enjoyed chatting with the fabulous Lee Jepson there. It is exactly 15 minutes past four and you're listening to Net Support Radio. Good afternoon to everyone listening on the island of Portland. I have a text from the fabulous Mr. Sprackland. Thank you so much indeed for that. He says, listening live from IPACA after an afternoon of IPACA radio with years five to nine. Now, that will make sense to only people that know what IPACA. IPACA is an all-through state age not age school so a big uh, super net support radio warm welcome to everyone listening on the Isle of Portland thanks very much indeed uh, this one's from Andy Norton and Andy says good afternoon along with many requests you will have undoubtedly received this afternoon Ugh, I'm like this is just working up to a really long letter Andy I have to say uh, can you also say hello bonjour hola guten tag ciao hello and uh, to all the international visitors I hope I said that correct at Bet Show today and in particular those visiting the net support stand I think you just did that Andy thank you very much this is from Chris Lovesey and Chris says hi Russell you finally made it to the net support stand I did indeed Chris big hello to the oh uh, a big hello to the lovely looking net support crew they are particularly attractive aren't they uh, from Cobbler Chris I trust that's your nickname and not your profession and Jane back at HQ well yes a big hello to you as well stands looking great it certainly is a fantastic design job by the wonderfully artistic Lisa Brown. Well done, Lisa. It is very good as well. An app tune would be, ah, oh, it's a request. We're getting to it now. Stevie Wonder, isn't she lovely? I'll do my best on that as well. Thank you very much for all the texts and tweets are still coming in as well. Jason Stockwell listening in Bristol saying, hello, you've terrified Russ. I certainly have. Uh, Alison Peacock there and uh, from the Chartered College of Teaching. That She's up next. Don't go anywhere. It's all happening here. Uh, get in contact. We're on email as well. Just drop us an email, radio at net supportsoftware.com uh, just like those people have done or if you'd like to use your mobile phone it's 85010 remember to start every message with the word radio a really exciting bet I have to say first day this is my 32nd bet OMG can you believe it 32 and I was saying to Terry Friedman who's also on the show I remember the most exciting thing in 1985 was a colour TV monitor on wheels my goodness
Hey guys, I'm Iggy Azalea. You're listening to Net Support Radio with Russell Crew, live from Standee 118. Net Support Radio, live at Bet 2017. You're listening to Net Support Radio with Russell Prue. Support Radio. Nothing else comes close. Uh, some uh, listeners, uh, lovely to have your company back here with some young people. I always say it's very important to ask young people what they think about the show, and it's a good measure of success. We've got a young gentleman and a young lady. Welcome to the show. Introduce yourselves and tell us where you're from. I'm Aidan and I'm from Oakdale Junior School and I'm in Year 6. Aidan, nice to have you. And with you, you've also got... Hi, I'm Tijan and I'm from Oakdale Junior School and I'm in Year 5. Tijan, the very first Tijan on the radio show. What a fabulous name. Amazing. Uh, Both of you, welcome to the show. What have you found out, having looked round? We found an amazing robot that will eventually work for Pizza Hut. Oh, wow. Tell me some more about it. How's this going to work? It has robotic hands, it can move around and it will eventually deliver pizzas to different different customers and it will um, give you bills and it will just um, do everything that a waitress would. Okay, in a a Pizza Hut restaurant? Yes. That's really interesting. And, And have you had time to think about what the person's going to feel who loses their job to the robot? How's that going to work, do you think? Uh... They would be quite sad, but I think it's for the best. Interesting. Oh, <laughs> uh, Tishan, what have you found out on the show floor? What well, have you we were trying for? to find some laptops, and uh, we found some different ones, which we all like. There were some touchscreen ones, and so, like ones that you could fold, and it was quite cool. Okay, and you're here with your head teacher? Is it? Uh, deputy head. Deputy head teacher, excellent. And, and how's that been today? What have you been looking at? What else? Yeah, it's been great. So, have you got a shopping list from the school? Uh, yeah, we've been trying to find some laptops, just new ones to replace our ones because some of ours are a bit broken. And how's that been going? It's been going good, been yeah. test driving some really good stuff? Yeah. Tell me about how you're using technology at home. Um, Ada, what are you doing at home? Uh, we have been using programming. Um, there's an app called Scratch that, that you can get on a computer. Okay. And what do you use? Because you're a bit of a YouTuber, aren't you? To, yes. to tell me some more about that. Come on. Uh, so I have a YouTube channel and I make Minecraft videos and also filmmaking videos wow. and some what, tutorials. What's the name? Where, where can we find you on YouTube? The Diamond Legend. Excellent. And how many followers, views? Let me just gauge a popularity measure here. 46 subscribers. Well, that's pretty good. Excellent. How long have you been doing it? About five months. Okay, that's good. And how do you find it? I think it's really fun. It's really fun to experiment with different videos and entertain people. Right. You're a bit of a Minecraft buff are you yeah. excellent good you like it why do you like it is i just love people what knowing that people watch your videos and getting views and people liking it it's an amazing feeling okay tishan how are you using technology at home well i i go on the laptop and sometimes and i play sums or purple mash and yeah and it's like a maths game which is sums or and then purple mash is like you can do coding blogging yeah arts and crafts and stuff Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Uh, do you want some shout-outs for people back at the class? Do you want to say hello to anyone? Uh, yes, I would like to say shout-out to my teacher, who is Mrs. Lloyd Evans. 
Excellent. Sounds terribly posh to me. Excellent. So <laughs> Mrs. Lloyd Evans, hello, shout out um, to her. I want to shout out to my class 5JS and my two teachers, Mrs. James and Mrs. Sutherland. Oh, teacher went for the popularity, Frigga. She went for a whole class. The the love in the room is immense. We just went for the one teacher. Now, the interesting thing is, was that the right one or was that the right one? Both of you, thanks very much for joining us. Thank on, you. You're very, thanks. very welcome. So my best wishes uh, to everyone back at school and thanks for joining us here. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Net Support Radio, live at Bet 2017. Now, listeners, if you remember, just cast your mind back just a few seconds there. Aidan, Oakdale Junior Schools. And incidentally, a big thank you to Dawn Hallibone for uh, presenting the young people here as well. What was his measure there? His measure was getting feedback from his channel. A sense of feedback a sense of participation it's that kind of it was really important knowing that people were listening to him that uh, he was participating well school radio does that doesn't it mm, just a thought there really interesting still loads to come nikki peachman is up next with the brilliant interview for internet watch foundation it's 23 and a half minutes uh, past four we are live with net support radio across the planet good afternoon if you want to get in contact all the details on the website netsupportsoftware.com forward slash radio a big hello to emma emma has sent a tweet and she says please can you have a shout out for dave famous I'm not sure if Dave is famous or it's Dave's surname, Mr. Famous. If you are Dave Famous, uh, drop us a text as well and say hello. Also to uh, Andrew Westerby. Thank you very much, Andrew. It's really, really good. And a big hello to the Crazy Cooper 102. I've so got to look that up as well. It's really good. And of course, uh, Ian Rocky, head teacher from the brilliant uh, Westwood Radio. Uh, brilliant uh, school radio station Westwood with Iford there in Wiltshire uh, Mr Rocky thank you very much for your tweet as well really nice to hear from you uh, keep those tweets keep those ticks coming uh, another hello to Dr Tim O'Brien thanks very much indeed for that and I can't I'm going to need to read that one first before I share that with the audience keep them coming keep them clean please just in case I don't read the right one out still loads to come don't go anywhere Net Support Radio nothing else comes close Listeners, time to talk safeguarding and all matters internet safety now. I'm joined by the fabulous Nikki Peach Mint. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Oh, Peach. bless you, bless you, bless you. That's Thank you very much. Uh, from the Internet Watch Foundation. Just some listeners, if they're unfamiliar with that organisation, exactly what kind of responsibility, because it's quite awesome. Uh, yes, it is. Um, it is an absolutely awesome place to work. I've been there just over two years. And we work internationally to eliminate um, child sexual abuse imagery. And we do that by being the UK's hotline, so if you unfortunately accidentally stumble across an image or a video of a child being sexually abused in the UK, um, or with one of the portals that we support around the world, we have 16 of the other ones, then you would come through to our team in Cambridge, and it's our analysts that will be viewing the images and videos, assessing them, and then taking the appropriate next step towards getting them eliminated. Brilliant. Uh, And you just have to kind of reflect on the fact that we've come an enormous distance in the last sort of five, ten years when when we just simply could not talk about this with this kind of language in an open public space. You just just couldn't. And now we're talking about it because it has to be talked about because it's going on and these kinds of things. And I just 
I just wonder what age children, because some really interesting stories bouncing around kind of what I call mainstream media, uh, and that's typical because they love to sensationalise uh, the, the most trivial of things, and I'm not trivialising at all what's in the stories at the moment, but they kind of, uh, what I want is some proper, robust discussion, not sensationalist reporting. So what age children are we really talking about here? Um, well, firstly, we've been going for 20 years. So we've absolutely been there for quite a lot of the changes that we've seen online. And we, we do publish data and trends on what we see um, for that reason, just to try and give a picture of what the scope of the work is that we do. Brilliant. Uh, to give you an idea, our 2016 data isn't yet published. Um, okay. We're just now a few weeks away from that. But looking back at 2015, um, when we looked at the reports that we were actioning, we found that 69% um, of those images or videos contained a child who was assessed as being aged 10 years or younger um, of that whole. And to give you an idea, during that year we assessed, um, we took in about 112,000 reports and 68,092 of those contained an image or a video of child sexual abuse. So it's of those 68,000 um, that we found that 69% were containing that, that child who was aged 10 years or younger. Um, to give you an idea, um, Another statistic that came out was that of those 68,000, we did have 3% who um, were children aged two years and younger. Um, so we do try to give the facts um, that are behind the massive yeah. kind of scope and conversation that is now going on. And I guess the, the interesting angle on this is that in today's uh, current ITV news reports, we're, we're kind of focused on revenge porn and I think the sensationalistic aspect is that it's a 10 year old child who's the victim who's who's contributed to that uh, initially with consent otherwise that couldn't have been um, recorded but that still falls within your remit doesn't it? Um, in terms of what does fall within our remit, uh, we take in images, yes. uh, reports of images um, of child sexual abuse, but they are um, located on a URL. So it's where somebody has come across a web page right. okay. and seen an image or video and will report to us. Um, if there are any children, uh, I don't think many children will be listening to this interview, no. uh, but if you are a child and you are worried, your yes. first port of call is Childline. Yes. Uh, we do work behind the scenes with NSPCC so that we can accommodate children that, that need that support from us. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Tell me some more about the kind of partners you do work with as well. Because of course, you know, here we are standing on Net Support Software Stand and we're very <laughs> we grateful uh, for that as well. So tell me some more about the kind of the connectivity that you have with other very important agencies, if you like. Yeah, it's, it's a very important message that um, although I work for an awesome organisation, we can't do this work alone. We never have. Um, and we don't. So we have 130 industry members who support our work as a non-profit. Um, they really do contribute um, to the work that we do and NetSupport are one of those members and as a member it's not just a case of contributing funds. What they also do is take data from us to enable their products to work more safely and they also crucially take the time to really understand and get behind what is a very complex and sensitive subject matter so they are better informed when they're out and about doing of their course, work. Of and of course, as we're here, there are other IWF members in the building of course. Um, who are as engaged. But NetSupport are actually one of our newest members. Oh, um, and what's great for me is they're quite local for us, yes. um, but they've got massive reach. 
and they've been right from the word go very very engaged and supportive which has been fantastic for us. I'm really pleased to hear that but not at all surprised I have yeah. to say which is really good. <laughs> What's your kind of long-term prognosis? As we discover more about adult behaviour uh, on the web are you more or less surprised? <laughs> um, Massive question. All I can say is I've been at IWF for just over two years, so I'm very new um, in in the field. Um, I talk to a lot of experts who've got much more knowledge and skill than I have, and it's really tricky to predict what's going to happen next with the internet, which is one of the the benefits and positive and wonderful things of the online world is that you can't predict it, but um, in certain subject matter it can be quite scary. However, the 130 members that we do have Part of the work that we do with them is just keeping up on what's happening next, where the threats are coming from, and how we can best support them to reach out and do their job, and also to help us to do ours. It's just, um, thank goodness we have you. It's an organisation to to fall back on. I know your success record is 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 second to none. It's enormously fabulous. You can, you know, you're. I think you've almost hit some records you have sites taken down deleted removed very very quickly almost yep. instantly that you know you've been able to investigate and substantiate um, a, a breach and it's really important I was just interested to learn whether as, as we are capable of digging up more whether we're saying that behavior is changing or whether we've just simply discovered more it'd be an interesting question as you say perhaps some other experts but thank you very much for, for joining us thank a real, you very much real pleasure to have me. you on our show and thanks for spending some time at the show just looking around are you a I'm lot of safeguarding <laughs> stuff here this year isn't there perhaps there, more there so is, than ever before yeah there's absolutely a lot going on at bet um if anything it's my third bet and i think it's the busiest one and it's only day one um so it's been a pleasure to be around members like net support and to really hear what they're doing in the space um just to really show that it's not just the internet watch foundation on our own we are absolutely supported by a wonderful network brilliant thanks nikki from internet watch foundation for joining us live here on net support software radio thanks so much indeed thank you check out the complete it asset management classroom instruction and safeguarding solution from net support Net support. When it comes to school IT management, there has never been a better time to change. Just coming up to 28 minutes to five, you're listening to Net Support Radio with me, Russell Prue, live across the planet. Good afternoon and thanks so much for tuning in. Still to come on today's live interactive show, Professor Dame Alison Peacock, the CEO of the Chartered College of Teaching. So, so excited to be able to chat with her. Really good conversation coming up. Also, Terry Friedman and some really interesting guests off the show floor, including Dave Smith and Amanda Jackson talking again about uh, computing and safety and how we protect our young people. Continue to get in contact, please, please, please. Uh, Thank you very much. Another uh, uh, tweet from the fabulous Mr. Ian Rocky there. You're sounding fantastic. Seriously, you are so kind, sir. It's a real pleasure as well. Um, And uh, also some really interesting stuff 
going on, uh, which is uh, a real pleasure. There's lots going on here, so get in contact as well. If you're thinking of visiting the show later on this week, make sure you stop by stand D118. It's a really spectacular place. Even if you've not really considered the kind of software that's on offer here, it's really worth a look. Some amazing uh, resources and materials here about protecting our young people, and it's very topical from today's story. And if you are not in touch with the ITN news, you probably should be. There's a really interesting story running now, and it's very topical and very now now, as we say. Uh, next up, it's the fabulous, the amazing Dave Smith and Amanda Jackson. Do not go anywhere. But listeners, you wait all day for one person to turn up from Havering and then two. It's just like the London bus service, I have to say. With me in the studio, I have the fabulous Amanda Jackson and Dave Smith. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Nice to be here. You're very welcome. You're very, very welcome. Tell me what's, uh, what's, what's happening with you at the moment. What's going on? Okay, well, it's really good to be here this week. And... Um with our partners from Rise of Stars, we're launching uh, two new products this week. Uh, we've got Switched on Online Safety, um, and we've also got Switched on Minecraft. So maybe I'll tell you a little bit about Switched on Online Safety, and Amanda might tell you about the Minecraft product. Brilliant. Very topical as well. We've got really interesting stories running on ITV News today Absolutely. about revenge porn and 10-year-old kids being involved. And you are so on trend and on message and not surprising really. Well Russell this is the sort of thing that our schools and schools that we've been talking to, teachers we've been working with actually need a support resource for online safety. There's a lot of great content out there, lots of providers doing this and it needed curating in a way that it's deliverable in the classroom. So the online safety product, which is an online safety that we've developed, gives schools across from years one to six, activities six per year group, those activities are not only classroom based but they also allow the teachers to be able to use those beyond the classroom for homeschool engagement with a very strong parental engagement aspect. Brilliant because that's what's been missing hasn't it really. Teachers have thought well why am I having to do it and they thought well parents this is your job and parents are going I haven't got a clue. Mm. <laughs> My six-year-old child knows more about internet than I do. How could I possibly you know support them in any way? Absolutely. So the, the, as we're mentioning, the, the great resources that are out there, we're signposting where you can find those, we're helping teachers to understand that. There are also some new video resources created with um, pupils talking about their experiences and putting up issues there and photocopable masters that can then be taken beyond the school into the home Brilliant. and getting the, the parents to be thinking and caring. Well, congratulations. As well. Wish a lot of success with that. Really good. And I like the way they've consulted with real people. Mm -hmm. Heaven forbid the publishing industry <laughs> actually talk to some real people and come up with some really useful stuff. And it's no accident that I find myself here on a, you know, a safeguarding protection company. And so I think it's really, really important. Amanda, Minecraft. Uh, I had a, a seven-year-old uh, lad in the studio today telling me how he's producing tutorial videos and sharing them on YouTube. But don't worry, he's only got 46 followers so far, so no competition yeah. for you. Tell me about the resources. Yeah, so Switched on Minecraft is a new project. It's really exciting because it's using something that pupils are familiar with. Um, lots of pupils are using Minecraft in their own time, so it's yeah. about trying to bring that excitement into the classroom. So Switched on Minecraft's got 18 uh, different activities. Wow. Six for Key Stage 1 and 12 for Key Stage 2. Awesome. They're cross-curricular, so teachers can use them across the curriculum. They're nice. linked to history, geography. 
um, lots of other subjects as well. So bringing in lots of skills that children use, lots of mathematical problems actually when we talk about scales yes. and ratios, they've yes. got to build lots of things within their games. With purpose as well. It is. It's all very uh, strongly linked to curriculum areas, so it's not just about playing games, it is looking at using Minecraft to teach curriculum areas. So we're really excited about it. Schools that have trialled it have really enjoyed it, pupils love it. Brilliant. So really excited about getting it into more schools. Good. If listeners are interested and they have wet that appetite, where can they go for more info? Come over to the Rise of Star stand. So yeah, to C118. Absolutely. Hey, we're on D118. So you're yeah, just, just down the corridor. Just down the corridor. Yeah, there's some sample units that people can take away Good. and have a look at. Okay, and, and if they're not lucky enough to be... Switchedoncomputing.com. Perfect. That's what I was looking for for, for colleagues that are not. Uh, I don't have the luck of being able to travel to uh, this end of London for today or this week at all. So switchedoncomputing.com. Both modules, everything is there. Absolutely. You can see that. The overviews of that. Brilliant. I'm really pleased that you know, good solid practitioners are part of this solution. Yeah, and all of the units for both of those products are trialled in schools with real pupils and real teachers. So. All been tried and tested. Outrageous behaviour. And long may it continue. Both of you, thank you so much for joining Thanks, us today. Russell. Thanks, Russell. This is Net Support Radio, live from Bet 2017. Tag the show on Twitter. Just use the hashtag NetSupportRadio. Tweet the show for a mention. Just use at Russell Proof in your tweet. And that's really important, listeners. If you're listening to this on demand during the week and you want to participate, then please do drop us a text or a tweet into the timeline, both Twitter or a text message, and we'll read that out during our next show. Don't forget, we're here every day at four o'clock, including Saturday, when four o'clock would have seen the close of the whole exhibition at three. We're going to pre-record a show and air it at one o'clock, live at one, and then pre-record it and put it up on the website for four o'clock so that you can listen to it again at the same time. It's a brilliant way of uh, interacting with us and getting in contact. Um, STEM is so really, really important here. Science, technology, engineering and mathematics. I managed to catch up with a couple of, and I'm going to call them chaps, because I think that kind of uh, just perfectly fits the bill from the Royal Air Force. Uh, listeners, it's really good. I've got a, I don't mind calling a couple of chaps, because it's really good. And anyone says RAF, I just feel that everyone's very posh there. It's... Uh, there's only one forces, isn't there? And it's the uh, RAF. Gentlemen, welcome to the show and thanks very much. Tell the listeners what you're doing here. Okay, so um, I'm Howard Fielder and uh, I'm one of the engineer instructors from RAF Cossard, which is the, uh, the home of engineering. Uh, and clearly being the home of engineering, we've got quite a big STEM scene. So we're here today to, uh, to look at what the Betfair has got in terms of uh, um, but basically partners effectively to yeah. so- support our STEM our STEM outreach program that we got in the RAF. Brilliant. I'm astounded, one, and delighted, too, equally in amounts that you you know and you have such a program. It's very responsible of you as well. And you've also brought a friend, Chris, as well. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm Chris Mossman. I also work at RAF Cosford with Howard. Um, deliver a lot of STEM packages, and we're just here to see what we can do in the future. And so what are you, question to both of you, what are you expecting to get out of your investment into STEM? What it, what it, do you want better qualified uh, candidates coming into the RAF? Is there a lack of it? Is this a mechanism you're using to kind of, you know, upskill everyone? Yeah, as, as a side effect of STEM, we do get some people interested in joining the RAF and we do get recruitment, but it's also just about 
getting young people involved in technology engineering to joining the STEM technologies and, and joining that kind of career. I wasn't immediately thinking about the RAF. I think your recruitment's doing very well on that front. It was actually just the, uh, the science, technology, engineering and mathematics. It's, it's the kind of, uh, 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 have you found that there is levels of inadequacy in the candidates that are coming forward? What has motivated you to take to arms to this? What is... Well, I don't think there's an there's a inadequacy. Um, we just want to make sure that the pool is, is as big as possible. Um, so we, we go out to schools. We've got a lot of young, um, very enthusiastic um, officers and airmen within the RAF who can really engage with these people and make them decide that actually, you know, becoming an engineer is actually a really cool thing to do. So we want to broaden that pool of engineers, possible yes. engineers, as wide as possible. And I guess that may lead to, um, to having a, a better, better quality of candidate join the RAF. But quite frankly, at the moment, it's just about taking those enthusiastic engineers and showing others that you can be, uh, you can enjoy yourself as an engineer. Brilliant. And so um, can people get in contact with, can we look at your work? Can we, is there a, a pool of resource or um, is there something I can pass on to listeners if they're interested in what you're talking about? Well, absolutely. I mean, the RAF website has got all the information on there. Um, and if you search for uh, no ordinary job, you'll get... Um, uh, no Ordinary Job RAF, you'll get a lot of information on the engineer branch and what we do as engineers in the RAF. Thank you very much, gentlemen. It's really, really, I'm, I'm in awe of your efforts and are to be commended because it's really important. We need to keep, you know, Britain at the forefront of this, really, and we can't just expect everyone to remember a shed load of poetry and hope that that's going to be enough in the 21st century because, as I think we're all in agreement, it isn't, and we need to get our these kind of creative engineering types through the system. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Good to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Stop by Standee 118 and see why there has never been a better time to change to Net Support. Net Support. When it comes to school IT management, there has never been a better time to change. Just coming up to 17 minutes to five. You're with me, Russell Prue, right the way through until five o'clock. You're listening to Net Support Radio. We are live from the Bet Show floor. As you can hear in the background, still very busy for this time of day it's been a very exciting day It'll be very interesting to see what the numbers are from the organizers if we can get that information during the show it'll be very interesting as well the show is certainly bigger than it has ever been before this is the 33rd bet show and my 32nd and it's huge i have to say absolutely huge don't forget you can still get in contact It'd be lovely to hear from you let me know where you're listening from if you're listening from the office drop me a tweet a text or an email all lines of communication are currently open still to come we've got a fabulous interview with al kingsley he is up next followed by terry friedman brilliant journalist and the fabulous professor dame alison peacock i'm so so pleased she very kindly agreed to stop down one of the keynote speakers here at the Bet Show and the founding uh, chief uh, uh, executive officer of the new Chartered College of Teaching. Really, really very pleased to have her. Uh, keep those texts, keep those tweets coming. You're listening to Net Support Radio. Don't go anywhere. This is Net Support Radio, live from Bet 2017. Hey, this is Justin Bieber. This is Gwen Stefani. Hi, this is Madonna. What's up, you guys? It's Nicki Minaj. Sorry. Baby, don't, baby, don't, baby, don't lie. I don't want 
Net Support Radio. Nothing else comes close. Hi, listeners, you'll be l- delighted. I have live with me in the studio Al Kingsley. Uh, he's. Do you mind if I just give you a title here? You're, I'm, I'm MD of NetSpot. You are indeed, and thank you so much. My host no, listeners all, for all. this year, and we've created a really fabulous pop-up radio station with Al's help, and it's really good to have uh, his support as well. Uh, just tell the listeners a little bit about why bet for NetSupport. Um, I will. First, though, just thank you, Russell, for having you as part of our team this year. It's fantastic to have you on the stand. Um, Bet very much for us is the focal point, not just of our UK educational strategy for marketing, but with the changing landscape of Bet, I guess 30% of visitors are from overseas. Uh, now increasingly, it's our way of accessing lots of ministries of education and new partner opportunities elsewhere. Oh, just absolutely amazing. And you've got a really good stand, lovely space again, a beautiful design. It's kind of showcasing the products as well. Just tell the listeners a little bit about what's happening in education, particularly for you as well, and what, what kind of drives your product development, because not everyone will be aware of your products. There's a lot of white labelling, there's a lot of kind of the power behind the button, and some people might not be aware of your product portfolio. That's, that's, a, that's a very interesting and a very astute um, summary. Lots of the things we do where we are kind of the the best solution that people won't know. Um, the focus really for us is, is adapting to what's happening, particularly if you think about the UK educational landscape. And that really falls into two camps. One is about the financial pressures on schools and the, the government strategy of schools moving towards academies, multi-academy trusts, yeah. and, and as a result, hopefully, those economies of scales that schools can leverage. And then the second part is the driving up of awareness of safeguarding, preventing our children being put at harm, uh, and that's linked, of course, to prevent you to another government strategy. So we kind of take those two parts together, mm. and within the portfolio of Nexport DNA, we really have developed tools that help schools save money, managing their license costs or energy sure. usage. We've added features that allow multi-academy trusts, so schools and dispersed yeah. sites, to be centrally managed. And then lots of the things that you'll have seen us talking about this week at VET is about extending our safeguarding capabilities, working with the Internet Watch Foundation, SEOP, um, to ensure that s- schools have that intelligence so that their designated safeguarding leads can take the, the valuable stuff that we mm. produce and then use their professional judgment on how to take that forward. Absolutely. And that, you just answer my next question beautifully in, in that answer there. It's the multi-academy trust angle and this kind of multi-site setups. We're coming to lots of you know, schools it, it, there. It's a unique strand for us yeah. because... Typically, schools rely on the assumption that all the schools have a WAM that's permanently connected. Yeah. And particularly when we look at MATs that are a mixture of secondary and primary, mm. that infrastructure isn't there mm. or the budget isn't there to deliver it. So NetSport DNA has some key functionality, our gateway component that comes with the product, that means very quickly trusts can manage all of their remote sites. Or as we've seen with a lot of our key customers, we have Matt's now offering a brokered services to other schools that aren't actually affiliated to the trust, but still want that economies of scale for things like IT support, HR and other services. Really? So it's a real strength of us. And our background, of course, is remote control, managing PCs from afar. And we've been doing it for over 25 years. Doing it very well for over 25 Thank years. Thank you very much. Some people have yeah. been doing it so well. as well. So if people just wander along and they come along during this week, uh, what would you say to invite them onto the stand that would drive them? So what are we doing here? What are we showing? Well, first and foremost, hopefully they'll get some friendly faces, a smile and, and a greeting from all of us. But ultimately it's about what you do and how you do things differently. And the ethos of net support that continues to be at the heart of everything is about doing complicated things easily. So it's about making sure in the sense of safeguarding that all that information we gather 
isn't put in a format that overloads an already busy teacher in the school. Yes. So it's the clever stuff about how that gets aggregated into word clouds or, or trending reports that makes us stand out from the crowd. And that's the same with our asset management, giving people central dashboards that gives them a state of the nation of what's happening across their IT estate. And from that, they can then take their own informed decisions. Now, not, not the perfect setting to ask this question, but what's next for Net Support Software? Well, you know, Where are you going next? It's an easy thing to say, oh. but half of what, what's next is already our pipeline for developing the broader educational platform we have. So okay. three key strands. The, the infrastructure and estate management, so yeah. that's that hardware and software. What's it doing? Keeping it secure and safe. There's our safeguarding development to further enhance the tools we can do and the platforms we do it on. And then there's linking into what all this is about, which is, of course, about student outcomes, mm. is our classroom assessment, monitoring, management tools to make sure we continue to develop those. This week at BET, we've got a new version of DNA, so we've got lots of new safeguarding features, asset management features and tracking features. Mm. We've got a new Windows 10 classroom management product release. So there's lots of stuff to draw people in to say, look, there's a different way to do things. And probably, as you've noticed from the big signs all over our stand, Russell, the number one message is there's never been a better time to change. Certainly not. And I, can I just uh, throw another question in as well about bring your own devices? <coughs> lots and lots. We've been talking about this for many years. Are we really starting to see the kind well, of... Yeah, I mean, it's a mixed topic, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's a buzz topic. Yeah. And everyone says bring your own device means surely schools spend less money buying hardware because the kids deliver that technology. Yeah. The truth is, it brings with it a whole set of other issues in terms of managing that technology yes. and safeguarding. So at the moment, I would argue, some schools are dipping their toe in the water. Some schools have managed to successfully integrate both school IT and BYD. But for the majority, I think it's still a topic that's being reviewed. Of course, with the changes to the national funding formula, capital funding for schools being squeezed, and we're waiting to see in the next month what that will look like. Yes. Um, that might escalate the requirement for schools to look outside for that valuable technology they need. The message is always, listeners, spend it whilst you can. Absolutely right. And sir. there's yeah. never been a better place to spend it on. It's all happening on stand D118. Get yourself over here, meet Al, meet the crew, and thanks very much for joining us on Net Support Radio. Thank you, Russell. Really appreciate it. And that's what I like to call. Hi, this is Usher. Hey, all you out there on Radio Land. Yeah, yeah, what's good? This your boy Flo Rowley. You ready? With Russell Prey. Uh, just coming to eight minutes to five o'clock, and here is our last interview. This is the amazing Professor Dame Alison Peacock, and I really enjoyed chatting with her just before we went on air, listeners. Listeners, I'm absolutely thrilled to have my next guest with me live in the studio. Very topical at the moment with the launch of the Chartered College just having just having started. I have the fabulous Professor Dame Alison Peacock and a colleague, thank you so much, welcome to our radio show, and our colleague Kat Scott. Thank you very, very much, both of you, for joining me. How is it going, Alice? I can see from Twitter it looks exciting. There is a buzz. Tell the there listeners about it. There is a huge buzz. I'm, I'm so excited myself. So I've actually been in post for two and a half weeks. Uh, we launched membership last Wednesday. And we were just overwhelmed from the very start with a number of people who just came forward and said, you know, we have to do this. We need to join this organisation. This is a chance for us to gain a collective voice, to collaborate to 
No, I keep talking about the need for us to change the conversation. We need to change the conversation to one of positivity, yes. of valuing each other, of finding the good instead of expecting to be found out. Yes, we even start the conversation because there's a lot of, as you say, moaning and and rhetoric and 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 less positive comments. Let's not use the word negative, but less positive in the profession overall. And there are some challenges and there are some worries and there are some concerns, but only from a unified voice can there ever be any real proper arena for change yes. I have to say listen to you if you if I'm sort of catching you unawares I've kind of jumped in uh, Alison of course is the CEO of the brand new very exciting Chartered College of Teaching I mean, I mean the, the prospects and the excitement is really 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 good uh, just talk, talk to, to Kat again now um, do we need this is this is there is there research to say that we should be doing this what where are we on all of this it's certainly something that we've started to see happening with uh, with grassroots organisations and um, huge effectiveness already from groups like Research Ed, from work that's been done by groups like Curie. And I think what we need to see now is that becoming uh, a much more of a standard across the profession, that it's something that we would expect teachers to be engaging with research, to have the skills to understand that, to have opportunities to discuss, debate and share ideas around their practice um, in a way that helps to support the idea of raising the status of our profession. Brilliant, and I'm a long way that continues. I mean, we've had award ceremonies that I think have helped elevate within the uh, the British media. I, I just responded to a tweet from Rawley Ketland Jones, who was saying BBC correspondent for technology, saying he's coming to the show. What should he see? And I said, Come here, please, come here, and let me show you radio and 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 expressive and arts and and routes for children to to get on. Come and see safeguarding and all the kind of topical issues instead of just sticking to the mainstream topical BBC mantra, which is kind of bash teachers at every opportunity. And, and, and I don't think that's doing anyone any good. No. Tell the listeners a bit, Alison, about your keynote as well. It'd be really interesting so to hear I, that. So I've been saying to colleagues, you know, we have to remind ourselves why we came into the job in the first place. And it's all about the children. It's all about the young people we work with. It's, it's, the, it's that amazing feeling that you have when somebody achieves something more than they ever thought they would. And it's not about you taking the credit, but it's about knowing that you have enabled that success in some way. And that actually, you know, that's what's inspired me throughout my career. It's inspired me as a head teacher, seeing my colleagues really flourish, the children really flourish. And that gives a capacity to actually think differently and to, do, to try new things. So, in fact, in our school, we had a radio station, Russell, you know, from a double-decker bus. The, 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 the idea that we don't have to do things in the way they've always been done is what's driving this new chartered college, because there's no route plan. This is not a GTC. This is a voluntary, membership-driven organisation. And what is building in a very exciting way is the number of people who are coming to us to say, we would like to be part of this, and we want our colleagues to be part of this. And then what, you know, what could just happen if we get this right is it could become irresistible. And if that happens, then suddenly we start to shift the narrative from one of expecting to be told what to do yes. to driving our profession in a way that is informed by what we know is going to have the best possible impact on our children and young people. Perfect. 
absolutely. I'm totally on the page and on message and all of that. But it is hard in the kind of setting, and you think that you mentioned General Teaching Council in there and all the kind of things that have, that have gone before. And I'll also like the way that you're reaching out on social media. So particularly you've aimed, I know you're getting about a bit and looking at your, I mean, you're certainly getting about a bit, I have to say. You've been all over the country. And, and, it's, and people need to see, touch, feel that you are real, you're human, and this isn't some faceless organisation that's kind of being, you know, drummed up by the government for whatever reason it's it's kind of independent it's got some credibility but you're also reaching out on social media as well and I, and I like the way people are kind of proclaiming their membership status online I think it's just superb well I think that's because there's a great team of very enthusiastic skilled people who I'm gathering around me which is such a privilege so uh, we've started to identify people who said they want to become regional advocates and that was because I sent out a tweet somebody said you know, predictably, people are saying, oh, well, nobody knows about this, what is it, anyway. So I send some tweets to say, well, if nobody knows about it, what are we going to do about it? How about we tell people? You know, and then we, I suggested that they emailed our membership director, Joe Treacy, and people started sending emails in, and I think he was overwhelmed. And then he organised uh, focus calls with them to sort of say, here we are, send you some materials. So that ownership, it, it's not all about me. This is not about me. This is about no. how do we enable the profession to yeah. find its voice. And that's what's so, so brilliant about this, I think. But we need a credible leader. There was a lot of oh, talk. Oh, I'll do my best. Well, you, I know you know, but we, there was a lot of talk at the start that oh, it'll, it'll have no practitioners on the board. There won't be anyone, you know. There was a lot of, you yes. remember that. It's, I, only, you know, it's only a very yeah. short space of time yeah. ago we were seeing yes, this indeed. kind of comments there. And yes. Well, this is why, you know, uh, we've, we've appointed Kat Scott as our director of research because she comes straight from school and I mean I don't know Kat do you want to say something about your experience and what you hope to offer please do please do yeah yeah um, I mean I suppose it's uh, it feels really appropriate to be here at Beto talking about this because whilst obviously a lot of the focus here is on how technology supports our students I think that there's going to be a huge role that technology will play in connecting teachers across the profession across geographical areas bringing together opportunities for collaboration and I'm really excited about being able to lead that side of the college working with the online platforms and the regional communities and in the same way as you've talked about getting the message out through Twitter and through regional advocates we'll be wanting to do the same in terms of supporting teachers to engage with knowledge and research online but also through regional hubs through face-to-face opportunities and I think it's something that there's absolutely an appetite for it's it's amazing to see how much people are willing to put time into this and willing to commit because they believe it's important for the profession you're tapping into the passion bit aren't you tapping into the passion instead of the we're nothing if not passionate. Russell. Well, that's quite right, too. It's a delight as well. So, if listeners want to go and find out some more, yes. where should they head first? Chartered.college. It's very straightforward. I know, there's a bit of a worry, isn't it? You need .college, and that's going to be a, a real. Is it? You know, a bit of, well, it's going to be a, a bit of a scary boost there. Listeners, it is exactly as it is. Chartered.college. Have confidence. Press the enter key as soon as you've got that in there. There is a real website. I wasn't. When you gave me your, kindly gave me your email address, I thought. I'm going to have to check this out. Surely there's not a website. And of course there is. It's just perfectly set up. It, it, it's very coherent. It's very straightforward. And it's really interesting. <laughs> have you enjoyed your day here? Loved it. Yeah. So it's always much. fascinating to see all of the new things going on and the chance to network and meet with people who are doing really exciting things in education. I think for me that's the most ex- more exciting than seeing new technology. There's not a, there hasn't been any real big <laughs> step changes really. I think the most exciting thing we saw here once was a whiteboard. <laughs> you know, I think that, and 
and it's all the kind of little infinitesimal stuff that's, that's mine. And it, I think you are probably the most exciting thing we've seen You're very here. kind. The, I think the college is the most exciting thing for colleagues, and I wish you the very best of luck. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you for taking the time out of your very busy schedules to bless us with your presence, and the very best of luck. And Thank you, Thank you so much indeed. Thank you. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. This is Ned Support Radio, live from Bet 2017. And a big thank you to the fabulous Professor Dame Alison Peacock, the CEO of the Chartered College of Teaching. Alison, thank you so much for your valuable time. It's five o'clock and time to say cheerio, ta-ta, bye-bye for now. But just before we go, big hello to Christine Riley and the gang who are listening at the Net Support HQ offices. Hello, Christine. Thanks so much indeed for your email beautifully set out by the way I do like that and I really don't have to be so formal just a text is something rough and ready next time Uh, listeners we're doing this all again tomorrow at four o'clock it will be so fantastic to have your company don't forget to text tweet and email live as we go along keep those mentions coming for we shall mention you in tomorrow's live show that's all we've got time for it's just a smidgen at past five o'clock and it's Russell Proust signing off that's the lot for today thank you so much for joining us this will be up and available on the soundcloud website which will appear automatically i am assured on the main website which is www.netsupportsoftware.com forward slash radio the soundcloud app will appear there very shortly and a download listen again option to this live podcast for now have a fabulous wednesday evening uh, because we will do just that thanks for joining us we're here tomorrow don't go anywhere hey guys i'm demi lovato i'm jason derulo this is net support radio live from bet 2017 with russell pro trust us for all your news from the show floor net support radio nothing else comes close Check out the complete IT asset management, classroom instruction, and safeguarding solution from Net Support. Net Support. When it comes to school IT management, there has never been a better time to change.